This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before and you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores, you don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur. If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for. It's not a car. It's not a bus. Hop on board. You're safe with us. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go now. Come on in, all aboard. Larry Soggy Morgan, you want to talk? You want to talk to me about what's going on today on the bandwagon? Uh, yeah, let me take. Uh, Your hoodie literally has a hood on. You're literally it's it's raining where you are. It's raining where I am. It's soggy. It's gross. It's apropos for this whole Ram season, isn't it? Dude, you nailed it on. uh, That's exactly it. For anyone who is listening to this who isn't based in California, anywhere along the West Coast, you may not know that we are being inundated with uh, storms, uh, an atmospheric river. Mm -hmm. Come on in. I'm just. Larry is is in a coffee shop right now. every, Every. Every avenue is being thwarted today. Nothing's working. They're closing down early, getting the hell out of here. The town is flooding. So it's, it's, it is indicative of the Ram season. That's, uh, that's where I am. We have no power in my home. Yeah. Uh, there were trees blocking the way out. I, uh, I, I acquired a chainsaw and just cut my way through just to talk to you, Kevin, to talk about what a crappy Ram yeah. season, uh, what a terrible note we ended on. Yeah. Well, um, here, here's what I will say, Larry, is for, it sounds like we have our first live audience ever. So that's, that's a big plus for the Welcome to Bandwagon yeah. podcast. Yeah, and, we just um, doubled our audience, I think, with yeah. this lovely person who works here at Cambria Roasting Company. Shout out to Cambria Roasting Company. Shout out, shout out. yeah, indeed. Yeah, stop by any time when, when the, the streets are not completely flooded. <laughs> um, when you don't need a raft to get there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll, I promise I have not that much to talk about. Yeah, uh, I'll be right out. Uh, yeah, they're shutting things down here. So I, I, I will weigh in real quick, Kevin, and then just kind of leave things to please, you. But, please do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, there, there, there's a lot we could talk about. Um, we, we have made it clear over the course of the season, even as the perennial Pollyannas of podcasting, mm-hmm. uh, we have done everything we can to stay positive. Um, that was a, a, you know, you couldn't have found a more profound way to lose a game than the way we did to the Seahawks. Yeah. And 
And what it allowed the Seahawks to do, we essentially ushered them right into the playoffs once uh, Green Bay surprisingly lost to yeah. Jared Goff's Detroit. Yep. And even though the Lions had nothing to play for at that point, it, it, just a, a, a mind boggling day and so many other stories going on on the periphery. I mean, literally stories now with our coach supposedly yeah. even considering going into TV or, you know, look, there. even he's having trouble being the Pollyanna of coaching yeah. right now because I would say that the the positive culture that exists in the Los Angeles Rams that helped get them to where they were last year comes very much from him. But they did mortgage the farm to get the pieces in place to to go forward. And it, and it paid off. I mean, we got a Super Bowl out of it. But all those notes are coming due. Uh, Sean McVay must be looking at what kind of draft situation is coming up. Um, an aging quarterback, um, you know, so many other issues with who knows what other free agency, you know, is coming up. I I haven't been great about keeping track of that because we're not that kind of podcast. No, we don't keep track of things here, but we could literally just a year after winning a Super Bowl, we could be entering into another Rams rebuilding year. That just, that just flabbergasts me. But does that mean we're hopping off the podcast? Oh no! Hopping off that bandwagon? No, not not for a second. We're, oh no, fact, that was a that was a rhetorical question, Kevin. That wasn't supposed to be. Uh... <laughs> your bandwagon, your bandwagon is literally going to be a life raft to get you out of that coffee shop. I think that's yeah, that's the bandwagon we, you're hopping on. The wheels have been removed. Uh, my bandwagon has become chitty chitty bang bang bang. It has to make its way through you know various different types of. Uh, of and air and sea to be able to survive. But um, but look, I don't know. We're going to be there. We're going to stick with it. Um, It's, you know, it's going to be so much more interesting to talk about than a team that just wins all the time. Exactly. That would be, yeah. How boring would that be? Oh, well, the Rams won again. Here we go. You know, Uh, we, we, we're going to bring some flavor with this team. And, um, you know, I have I have plenty of thoughts on on the game too, and I know you know you let me know when you immediately have to leave, but I, I can echo some of what you just said. I know you. Uh, I'm just so glad that you got on at all, and we got a few minutes to to be able to hear uh, hear your thoughts on the Rams season and the Rams game. But <sighs> but like Larry said, we're gonna we're gonna be going throughout not just the playoffs, but throughout the year, we're going to be here on the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast. This isn't just an in-season podcast. So you haven't heard the last from Larry or myself by any stretch of the imagination. And honestly, it will be a a very interesting year because there could be some major changes ahead. You know, all that talk about, you know, uh, a coach stepping down and, and, and other things, you know, the quarterback situation is definitely something, but we, we really don't know what kind of team we're going to have going into next year. We got a couple of superstars, Mm -hmm. but um, how happy are they going to be when they are on a team that they, you know, feel like, you know, can't win? I mean, I think it's yeah. that that much of an issue right now where we have to look at how how are we going to keep any of these major players around without any without any kind of uh, traction uh, in the draft for the next, what, at least two drafts? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. 
doesn't give a whole lot of reason for, uh, you know, fill in the blank. Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, these these big players, you know, wanting to stick around. These, these players want to win now, and it's great for them and for us as fans that we got the Super Bowl when we did. But, uh, yeah, it's, that's, it's, it sucks that that's the only thing we have to hold on to when we want to, we want to be looking forward to a future of winning as well. So, Kevin, I, I will make this commitment to you as we enter 2023 with an unknown year. I will make this commitment that I will be staying on this bandwagon with you mm-hmm. uh, as, as long as Odyssey continues to let us. Yes, um, fingers crossed. However, I will be hopping off this episode of the podcast almost yep. immediately because uh, every, all these coffee uh, people want to go home. So, come on, Mary. Yeah, so stop I'm, holding them up. Well, thanks for coming on while you did. I'll keep the ship going today. I promise you. All right. I, I know you will. I appreciate it. So sorry. Uh, Mother Nature was uh, conspiring against us today, but I'm, I'm glad I got to see you and talk to you. And, and, and uh, if I get washed away and you never hear from me again, it's been a real pleasure. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a joy knowing you, Larry Soggy Morgan. Get home safe. Right. Put up. <laughs> Put up. I'm all right. out. See you, man. Bye-bye. <clears throat> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If uh, if I wasn't clear, this is now Kevin just uh, just chit chatting. Now, um, if we weren't clear, uh, the the technical difficulties of today are that Larry Larry's power is completely out at his house, and so no way for him to record. This happened to us earlier in the week, and so we found a workaround with him at the coffee shop, and then ironically they they close early on it on him. So we got a few minutes of Larry, but here's what I will say: is he brought up a lot of really great points, um, including the the fear of Sean McVay leaving. Um, you know, he obviously has not made any official statement on that, but he's uh, his contract is through, I believe, 2026, which is several years from now. But there there are ways that people work around these things. And so, um, look, I think Sean McVay would be an excellent commentator. I think it would be a joy to see him on TV uh, as as an NFL fan for the rest of the you know, nation to see him on a regular basis. But as a Rams fan, I'm like, heck no, I love this dude. I think he's such a great leader, positive force for, you know, new players, old players, anyone. And I, I'm, I'm a sports fan. We know this because I host a sports podcast here, but I like seeing good people in my sports aura, you know, in my sports uh, network, I guess is the better word. I like, you know, it's, it's the reason I know this is not a Dodger podcast, but it's the reason I stand by Dave Roberts as a manager. You know, he's, he's a positive, uh, forward thinking, just joy of a person to be around. And I think that to me, sometimes I think that goes a longer way than just somebody who is only book smart, you know, uh, like look at like a Bill Belichick, for example, someone like someone like that who has no personality and is just kind of a wet blanket all the time. For me as a fan, I'm looking for those. I'm, I guess I'm looking for a dry blanket is what I'm looking If a wet blanket is bad, I'm looking for a nice, light, airy blanket. I don't need a weighted blanket to keep me asleep at night. I need something just light to make me feel comfortable and cozy. And that is, Sean McVay is the lightest blanket of them all. So I would be personally... Very heartbroken if Sean McVay did not come back. Um, but it's his life, and I, I trust that he's going to make the decision that is best for him and his family. And 
Um, he's been through a lot this past year with the death of his grandfather and with the ups and downs of this season that consisted of a lot of downs and a lot of injuries. So um, he's a human being. I recognize that. And I, I certainly hope, wish him the best in whatever he ultimately ends up deciding. In terms of yesterday's game, the last game of the season, the uh, the Rams did lose and and they lost. If, if you did not watch the game, they uh, they lost. They had opportunities to win. I guess is the is the long and short of it. They had they had opportunities to win. The Seahawks had opportunities to win, and um, and the Rams defense held them, basically allowing um, allowing the Rams to stay in the game, and the Rams just couldn't finish it off. So they lost in overtime, nineteen to sixteen. And um, and there were playoff implications on the line for the Seahawks. The Seahawks had to win in order to advance. They did win. The last thing that they needed was the the, the night game yesterday. Uh, the, the, I'm recording this on Monday. Um, they needed the Lions to beat the Packers. If the Packers won, then the Seahawks are out and the Packers make it. Well, the Lions won. The Lions won, so the Seahawks made the playoffs, meaning that two NFC West teams... That would be the Niners and the Seahawks are in the playoffs and the Rams are sitting here with with nothing. I am speaking of that Lions Packers game. I was um, Jared Goff is the former quarterback of the Rams, which I'm sure many of you know. But if you don't know, um, yeah, he was he was the guy who basically ushered in the era of L.A. for us. And so I have a very soft spot for Jared Goff. I would have loved to see him make the playoffs with the Lions. And so when the Seahawks won, there was the Lions were automatically eliminated. So I was not only just rooting for the Rams to win because I'm a Rams fan, but because it gave Jared Goff and the Lions the only chance to make the playoffs. And then, so the Lions started their game against the Packers with knowing they had no chance of making the playoffs. And, um, and then they won anyways. Uh, so they, the only thing they did is they eliminated the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, who I think, I think the NFL world is sort of, uh, growing tired of a little bit. I don't know that there's a lot of Aaron Rodgers fans out there outside of Green Bay and even within Green Bay. I don't I don't know. Um, I can't speak a lot to that, but I think it was, I, I personally really enjoyed seeing the Lions win. And again, I think that Jared Goff tie-in certainly helped a lot. Um, in terms of the Rams, Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> excuse me, finished off the season for us. And um, the only the only little headline that I caught was that he stands by that he is a He's a starting quarterback. So he the, the the reading between the lines there, he doesn't want to be on a team where he's the backup quarterback. And if he came on, if he stayed with the Rams next season, um, by all accounts, Matthew Stafford would be our starting quarterback and Baker Mayfield would be our backup. And so you could again reading between the lines, you could say that that's Baker Mayfield saying like the only way essentially the only way he'd stay on the Rams is if he had the starting job. And I don't I don't think that's a possibility. So um Perhaps that means he's going elsewhere. We will see. Um, we have two backup, backup quarterbacks already in Bryce Perkins and John Walford. So, um, I, you know, it may have just been a fun three, four game um, experience having Baker Mayfield. I did enjoy it. It gave something for us as fans to watch. And I'm not necessarily complaining about that. I think it was fun having him. And we'll see. Who knows, uh, who knows what will happen in the coming weeks and months as um, as talks continue for for various players um so we did enter the we are entering the playoffs um and again no rams by the way here is a here is something to celebrate rams did not finish last place and if you've been listening to the welcome to the bandwagon podcast you know a couple of weeks ago that was that was my that was my christmas wish 
that the Rams don't finish last place. And so Santa Claus made my dreams come true. And um, and they didn't finish last. They finished with a 5-12 and 12 record, which nobody ever in a million years would have fathomed could happen after winning the Super Bowl. I mean, they finished 5-12. and 12. I think most people would have picked them to finish 12 and five, if not even better than that. So they, they, the unexpected season, but with that five and 12 record, that puts them one game ahead of the Arizona Cardinals who finished four and 13. So the Cardinals officially finishing last place and the Rams finishing second to last, which is fantastic. Um, it's crazy because I was looking at the standings. I'm looking at them right now. In fact, and in, in the NFC, there were only, which is half the league. There were only two teams worse than the Rams. That would be the Cardinals and the Chicago Bears, who were the worst team in the NFC, finishing three and fourteen. Um, so for the Rams, not only to have not been good this year, but to literally be—and I'm looking at the le- across the league—they had like the fifth or sixth worst record in the league. <clears throat> they were they were literally the fifth or sixth worst team in the NFL after winning the whole thing last year. It's uh, I, I haven't looked into the exact numbers on this, but it's it's one of the worst performances from a from a, a previous Super Bowl winner. Um, but uh, as, as Larry and I like to say a lot, being the Pollyannas of podcasting, I think, I think for us as a brand new podcast, this was, a, this was a, an unexpected but welcome test for us as we, so we sort of expected to have a, this lights out year and for this podcast to be talking about how great the Rams are and how exciting it is to see Cooper Cup being amazing again and Aaron Donald, one of the best players in all of the NFL as a defensive player. Um, and we basically got none of that. And so it's been, um, it's been a good challenge for us to, um, to try to find compelling things to talk about. I will also say this is the first time I've ever hosted a long form podcast, uh, long form audio format by myself. So, um, so if I'm doing okay, then, um, give me a five-star rating or, or whatever it is that you're supposed to do. Pat me. I need the, give me the validation. Let me know. I'm, I'm squeezing the mic. Like I'm, like I'm, hanging on for life. So um, <clears throat> I'm trying to keep this conversation going with just myself. I feel like, well, I'm not even going to mention competitors because I don't think I'm supposed to do that. But um, mad shout out to, mad props, I guess I would say to to those uh, solo radio hosts who do this all the time. Um, the uh, some, of the, some of the things that, so what I like to do after each game is have what I call my random Thoughts. That's that's Ram, not Ran, because we are the we are the Rams. So that's why it's called the Random Thoughts of the Game. Um, as we've mentioned, it's raining here in LA. It's raining up where Larry is in the Central Coast, um, and not surprisingly, it was raining during the game in Seattle. And um, they were describing the field conditions as soggy and wet and muddy. Now, from a viewer standpoint, it did not look very muddy. I didn't see mud flying everywhere, so they did a good job. But as they were describing it as muddy. I couldn't help but compare it to my current situation where my entire yard is covered in mud. And every time I bring the dogs in, I have to wipe their feet feet off. And if I have uh, mud in my shoes, I have to take them off. And it got me thinking, my random question is, do they have, well, I already know the answer to this. Do they have some sort of device that helps get mud out of cleats on the NFL sideline? Do they have the best of the best? And that's not that bizarre of a question, but they, they do have those rubber cleat cleaners. They're little squares with little pegs in them that they can go and scrape their feet on. I also looked up, uh, looked this up myself. There's something called the boot claw and it's like a little, uh, two prong, two or three pronged, looks like a comb, but with thick prongs on it that you can use, uh, to, to get the, the, the mud out of your cleats. And I was starting to think like, I was going to ask Larry this, but what, 
for those of us that aren't fancy enough to, to afford boot claws or devices meant to get mud out of our cleats, what is the most common thing to, that you think people use to get mud out of their cleats or shoes? And, and the kind of sad, boring answer is I think just a stick. You just find a freaking stick from your yard and you get it out. Now, I'm, I, I don't know if anyone else's mind is going here. This is a Rams podcast and I'm talking about mud, by the way. Um, is, is, is the dog poop. When you step in dog poop, that's, the, that's my go-to. It's just a plain old stick. Um, maybe a hanger. Maybe you get a hanger. Maybe a pen or a pencil would be a good mu- a mud remover. But I'm guessing on the Rams sideline and the Seahawks sideline, they have. I just assume they have the best gear possible for removing mud from cleats. Um, I'll share one other random thought from the Seahawks game. And that was that we had our, our favorite commentator, Mark Sanchez, who we've given a hard time to throughout the year. If you don't know Mark Sanchez, he's the former USC quarterback. Uh, he was on the Jets for a while, never had a hugely successful quarterback career. Um, I, I think underperformed for the most part. Um, but he's been, a, he's, he's been a decent commentator. I mean, look, I'm a guy talking on a podcast by myself right now, so I'm not going to go throwing stones. Um, he... All things considered, he's I think he's a, a, a pretty decent storyteller. Um, I think the, the biggest thing he gets knocked on is kind of trying too hard to make little jokes, which again, I'm one to talk. But, uh, but when you watch it on a national level, there's a certain expectation we have. What was hilarious to me is throughout all the jokes that we heard him make throughout the podcast, I think his funniest joke was one that he didn't even realize that he made. If you watch the game, there was a point where Tyler Lockett of the Seahawks uh, took off his gloves mid-play and just left him right on the field where he was standing, went and ran his route, and then got off the field and left his gloves just sitting there at the middle of the whatever 30-yard line. And that was because it was raining, and the, the Mark Sanchez was nice enough to explain that when it's raining, the tackiness of your gloves gets soggy and actually can make it harder to catch the ball. So it was funny that he literally left these gloves on the field. Then they go, they cut to a shot of Lockett on the sideline, the Seahawks player, and Mark Sanchez is saying all these really nice things about him. He's such a hard worker. He's, he's really grounded. He's a good teammate to have. And here's how he ended this thought. He said, he's really the kind of guy that leaves it all out on the field. Which, he, that's a, that was a punchline that he didn't even realize he was, he literally just left his gloves out on the field and he said he really leaves it all out on the field and he wasn't saying it as a joke because you know you can tell when somebody's delivering a joke he didn't even realize that he made it, I was sitting there cracking up and, uh, and I don't think it was even an intended joke, so Mark Sanchez um, it probably is uh, probably is a good idea to follow the motto of less is more you're going to be funny just by being funny just by being yourself um I, I'm looking forward to Mark Sanchez continuing, hopefully. I want to keep hearing him improve. Um, and again, look, uh, it's a tough job to do anything on a microphone and to be compelling and entertaining and informative. And, and I think at the end of the day, Mark Sanchez does a great job. So, um, so I'm not going to talk any more crap on him. Um, and thank you for that unintended funny joke by him. I think it's a, probably a good time to wrap, wrap up because, you know, when... When you get sick of hearing your own voice, it probably means that other people are sick of hearing it as well. So I'm not going to put you through having to listen to me ramble on. And yes, ramble is spelled with a capital R-A-M for this Rams podcast. Um, But I, I am grateful for this opportunity 
to uh, to try to carry a podcast all on my own. And it's been a good lesson that I probably shouldn't do that. So Larry Morgan will be back with us uh, midweek here. We are stepping into the playoffs. And I guess I will share one more thought that is, as a Rams fan, I think I'm rooting for the Chargers. We're in LA, you know, we got that LA connection. I don't really consider the Chargers a, a, a hated rival right now. I think they're a rival just for the fact that they're within the same city as us. But I'm going to say, as a host of a Rams podcast called Welcome to the Bandwagon, that it's okay to root for the LA Chargers. I would love to see them, uh, you know, make make something happen in the playoffs. I know they're playing, I'm going to look up the time right now, but I know they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars in the first round. Um, I believe the Chargers got the four seed and the Jaguars got the five seed, so it should be a compelling matchup. And that is happening on Saturday at 5.15. That is the Chargers Jaguars matchup. Um, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fun, it will be a fun playoff to watch. There are a lot of compelling storylines and a lot of good teams. And, you know, I think as a nation, a lot of us are probably sort of rooting for the Bills after seeing Darren Hamlin's um, very scary incident from uh, from a couple Mondays ago. And so uh, there's a lot There's a lot to keep our eye on. Uh, hopefully the Chargers don't have to play the Bills because then I won't have to uh, to decide between my heart uh, and my and my L.A. local loyalties. Um, but we will see what happens. Um, as I said uh, maybe four minutes ago, I am going to wrap up now. I, this isn't one of those I'm saying I'm going to wrap up and then I don't wrap up. Um, but please, if you, if you do like anything uh, that you've heard from us, please don't hesitate to like, subscribe, um, tell your friends, rate us, review us. That goes a long way for helping build our audience. And thank you so much for being on this bandwagon all season. It's It's been a rough year as, I, as we've already talked about. And we so appreciate that we've had anybody paying any attention to us on this Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast. We're going to keep going. Larry Morgan, do you have anything to say on our way out? Chitty, chitty, bang, bang, blah. Welcome to the bandwagon. Bandwagon.